0: Hi, I'm This Old House editor, Chris Ermides. I bet you've been thinking, where is Clear Story Season 2? Well, we hope to have new episodes for you by now, but, well, you know, life has been far from normal. So as soon as we have new episodes, we'll let you know. And in the meantime, I want to introduce you to our new Ask This Old House podcast. Just like our TV show, the podcast features the Ask This Old House team of experts answering home improvement questions from homeowners across the country. We think you'll love it. So here's an episode with electrician Heath Eastman. Don't forget to subscribe to Ask This Old House wherever you get your podcasts. So you want to make a few changes around the house, but you can't get on a contractor's schedule anytime soon. No problem. This is Ask This Old House. I'm Chris Ermides. We've all been there. You've got a small project that could easily be handled by a pro, but as you can imagine, they're really busy right now. So why not tackle this yourself? I mean, how hard is it to swap out a few lights or install a ceiling fan? Let's find out. Hi, Teresa.
1: Hi, Chris. How's it going?
0: So you're in Colorado Springs, and you've got a few electrical projects at home, and you can't get anyone to come fix them for a few
1: months? Yes, it seems to be with the COVID, all the electricians are kind of backed up. So, yeah, Actually, my husband and I, we're team DIY, so we've done quite a few things around the house, and we just really kind of need a little direction to make sure we're tackling electrical problems safely.
0: What have you guys done thus far in your place?
1: Oh, man, wow. Of course, we've done the typical switch out the builder grade lights. We've also installed this really cool, modern shiplap wall in our entryway. So it's really looking cool and amazing and no longer building grade.
0: That's awesome. So did, is, did you buy this house new?
1: Absolutely, yes. We're going on our fourth year here.
0: How would you rate your handiness with respect to electrical work?
1: Personally, I would have to say that I am a one. I've switched out some you know, outlets and wall plates, but my husband, I think he's probably a seven. He's the guy that does all the electrical work.
0: And I understand, is he away for a little bit?
1: Yes, he is in Korea currently. He works for the United States military, so he's serving his duty there.
0: Wow. Well, thank him for his service and and thank your family as well. I have family in the military also, and um, it's a huge sacrifice.
1: Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate that.
0: So, Teresa, thanks for reaching out to us. Uh, Can you tell us what your question
1: is? So my question is how to place a ceiling fan in a loft area that's currently consumed by a bunch of recessed lights.
0: <laughs> the builder got a little carried away with the recessed lights.
1: Absolutely, and, and you know it's not like they're cool lights; they're warm lights, so it helps with the heat in that area.
0: Oh, okay. Can you describe for us that area? What it? What... So
1: it's open. So there are six very large windows that face the morning sun adjoined by three bedrooms that also get the morning sun. So, I mean, it's great for the wintertime, but for the summer, it's very warm because there's not a lot of airflow.
0: And how high up is that ceiling? Is it, you said it was a loft area? It
1: is a loft area. And I think that it's uh, 13 to 16 feet.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: But there's access through one of the bedrooms too.
0: So, Teresa, are there any other projects that you want to get done?
1: Absolutely. The master bathroom also has all of these uh, recessed lights. And I think it would be amazing to have an incredible looking chandelier over the master bathtub. So they have light kits. I don't want to use a light kit. I want to use a standard chandelier in order to swap out that recessed light. So I'd like to know how to do that as well.
0: That's a great question.
1: I've had like four years to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys want to come over and party? See, it's fun over I do, here. actually. I
0: love Colorado. You yes. guys seem like a lot of fun.
1: It's awesome here.
0: Are you going to try this as a surprise for when your husband gets home? or?
1: I think I can knock that chandelier over the master bathtub right out of the park.
0: I think you're right. I have a feeling you're absolutely right.
1: (laughs) Get me going, you know, upgrade my DIY game on electrical and, you know, I'll be putting sconces everywhere. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Teresa. Thank you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Okay, so we need some help from Heath Eastman, our electrician at this old house. Let's get him on the line. Hey, Heath, it's Chris. Hey, Chris. How's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. So Teresa's is excited to put her stamp on her house and make it a little less of a builder home. And she wants to start with installing a ceiling fan in a loft area. Can you help her out?
2: The first thing to take a look at is how are we gonna power this fan and how are we gonna control it? Okay. If there's an attic above or some kind of crawl space above, then you can get a wire up there easily and get it separated. If not, you're talking about trying to pull off of the lights to power this fan, which really isn't what you want to do.
0: It's not what you want to do. Interesting.
2: No, because a couple of things are going to happen if you try to pull off the lights. Let's say you pull off the lighting circuit to feed the fan. You can't dim it anymore because you don't want to have a dimmer on your lighting circuit and then be dimming the power that's going to a fan motor. Okay. So that dimmer has gone. The other thing is, let's say you put it on a straight switch and we just turn the lights on. Well, now all the lights have to be on full time in order for that fan to run at all which may not be what you want either. All right. So you really want to try and find a way to get a separate line up there for that fan control.
0: Should that come from the basement or can it come from another source?
2: It can come from another source. We just want something that's constant power. Ideally, we'd like to have constant power with the wall switch directly in the room, somewhere down where it's accessible. But if you can't put the switch where you want to get to it or where it's where a comfortable place to put it is, they do make remotes as well.
0: And just to complicate matters... For the sake of fun, because <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about electricity and it gets complicated fairly quickly. What if they want to have a switch at the loft and a switch down below? So they want to be able to control it in two places.
2: No problem. So if you put the switch in the loft and that's the easier place to do that, great. You can still add a remote to the system. So they can still work together.
0: God, I thought I was going to stump you mm. and make you like have <laughs> this long explanation. And you just... Made it sound so easy.
2: Again, it's just stuff you run into. It's The first time you look at it, you're like, oh, what am I going to do with this? How do you, and then, yeah.
0: Do those remote switches look like regular switches?
2: Some do. So some are actual handheld remotes Mm -hmm. um, that you can have on the nightstand, on the coffee table, wherever you'd normally keep it, depending on where the fan is. Other ones actually fit into the single gang wall box. You know, so it looks like a switch, like typically they'll be Decora style, um, Mm -hmm. and they'll have a series of push buttons on them. And you can install, depending on the manufacturer, a couple of those in different locations to do the same function.
0: And and is this something that Teresa or any other homeowner can attempt themselves, uh, installing this ceiling fan?
2: It is. This is a little bit of a tough one, especially in a a loft area. So cutting the box in for the ceiling, depending on how much access you have, if you can get above, great. If you can't, they make the old work fan braces that expand to catch the joists.
0: And why is that important, to use something like that?
2: The weight and the vibration of the fan. So you want to make sure you're using something that's rated for fan use. Some fans can be fairly heavy, you know, 52-inch blades spinning around over time. If it's not a fan-rated box, if it's just plastic or or one of the old fiberglass ones, it can crack it. If the screws aren't big enough to really hold that uh, sufficiently, you can have have problems down the road.
0: Are there any other tips or important things to note about uh, installing a ceiling fan in in an existing ceiling?
2: One of the guidelines you want to keep an eye out for is clearance. Our guideline is the bottom of the blade has to be 7 feet from the floor, so we don't want to have it any lower than that. Uh, if you're putting it up on a tall ceiling, you know, 9 foot, 10 foot, 11 foot taller, depending on the open room, look at a chart for downrod size. You don't want to have it too close to the ceiling on a big ceiling because it's not going to move enough air for you. So you got, as you go up in height, you really want to get that downrod size just right. That way it moves air for you in the space.
0: All right, Heath. So Teresa has one more question. Sure. <laughs> so in the uh, in their bathroom, in their master bathroom, they have a tub, and they have a can light above the tub. And mm-hmm. Teresa would love to replace that can light with a chandelier and uh, make it a little more inviting. What are your thoughts there?
2: Oh, Teresa's going to hate this. <laughs> so we get this all the time because. Every magazine and designer site shows the tub. And it looks amazing with, you know, you see an open tub, beautiful bathroom, chandelier hanging over it. The problem is you can't do it. What? We have restrictions. There is a height limit from the top of the tub to the bottom of a light fixture hanging and then a distance over to the side. So typically in most bathrooms, unless you have an incredibly tall ceiling, you can't put a hanging fixture over the tub.
0: Because it might fall down someday? No. Like, Picture you standing
2: the... up on the tub and slipping.
0: What are you going to uh, do? Oh, grab.
2: Yeah, you're going to reach right out and try and grab that.
0: Wow. Okay. So if you're trying to
2: climb out of a tub, you step up on the edge, you start to get out, you slip, your hand goes up, you grab for the chandelier. Amazing. So, all right. That is- that. I know. We oh, All the time. <laughs> all the time. It looks amazing. But yeah. <laughs> it does we, look good. It, they get so mad at us. Like, why can't you? I'm like, because oh, we don't want you to get hurt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Heath, thank you. That's, that's good That's good information. That was a way simpler answer than I expected. But, <laughs>
2: sorry, Teresa. Um, sorry, <laughs> Teresa.
0: No can do with the chandelier above the tub. But we are going to get her a fan in that loft area. Thanks, Heath. Thanks. Got a long overdue project at your house? Submit your project at askthisoldhouse.com. Ask This Old House is produced by Catherine Fenolosa at Rococo Punch. Production support from Sarah Chase. Thanks to Teresa Hardy and Heath Eastman. If you want to let us know what you think of the show, send us an email, ask at thisoldhouse.com. I'm Chris Ermides. Thanks for listening.